0: time to get you dialed into the biggest stories of the day this is the daily 10 with matt Chernoff. all right everybody here we go it's time for the wednesday edition of the daily 10 that means it's your friend matt back again and we're ready to take you on our 10 minute sports journey together today we got a lot to cover here's what's coming up on our roads group rundown All brought to you by The Roads Group. You're asking, Matt, who are The Roads Group? It's a great question. The Roads Group is an independent insurance agency in the suburbs of Atlanta, the northern suburbs, and I've trusted them for a very long time now to give me and my family the best when it comes to home and car insurance, getting me the best policy, the best rates, saving the most money, and of course, having the best coverage. Because as the old saying goes, time is money, and as insurance rates continue rising faster than ever, it's so important you get 10 And I mean at least 10 insurance quotes to make sure you're getting the best policy. We're coming up on the end of the year, and you're going to start budgeting again for 2024. How about a way to save money, get better coverage of your car and home – car insurance and home insurance and – Work with a great group like the Rhodes Group. Here's the cool thing. When you work with the Rhodes Group, you don't pay them anything. They're going to do the shopping for the best rates for your home and car insurance to get you peace of mind when it comes to things like comprehensive collision, uninsured motorist coverage, third-party liability, stuff you don't think about until you need. And at that point, if you don't have it, it's too late. You can visit roads groupcom Slash churnoff. That's the website to get at least 10 home and car insurance quotes. They'll do it for you in less than 10 minutes. Rhodes group dot com slash churnoff or call them at six seven eight three four one nine six six seven for the Rhodes group. As we get ready for the SEC championship on Saturday, I will remind you if Georgia beats Bama again, this could be the end of the line for a college football legend. We'll talk about that plus get into more of, of Alabama and Georgia plus the Falcons are heading to New York New York City MetLife Stadium to face the Jets but don't let the Falcons win against the Saints distract you from what's still missing long term for the Atlanta Falcons and one Braves unsolved mystery is going to be fascinating to watch we'll cover all of that and more in a moment but first I want to start with a hot take hot hot scorching hot don't touch it your finger will get burned you folks ready If Georgia beats Alabama on Saturday, I think Nick Saban announces his retirement this offseason. That's not the hottest of takes in reality. The guy's going to be 73 years old next season. I mean, you have to retire at some point. I think a 73-year-old Saban, though, will realize enough is enough. What you don't want to ever become is what happened at the end to Joe Paterno and Bobby Bowden, who stayed so long that their most beloved fans, like the fans who loved them for building their programs, could not wait to push them out the door. You don't want to be the 75- or 80-year-old coach who doesn't know when to call it quits. And for Nick Saban, I'm sure he loves what he does, and he doesn't like time off. I'm sure he wants to be with his grandkids, and I'm sure he wants the garden, but he also still wants to juggle the coaching. If you lose to Georgia again, you don't make the playoff again, I think you have to be obvious enough if you're Nick Saban to say this is not going to change anytime soon. The only thing that's going to change is we're going to a 12-team playoff, which means more potential games for an Alabama team that will be in the playoff almost every year. But it also includes more NIL, more transfer portal, more things that Nick Saban at 73 years old, does he really want to deal with this stuff anymore? My guess is no. I'm sure every coach wants to go out on their own terms, and that usually means I want to win a championship, and then I can ride off into the sunset. That doesn't happen. It doesn't happen to many. It doesn't happen for Bill Belichick, who is now hearing the same noise in uh, Patriot land that they might fire him. Well, that's not the noise that Nick Saban's hearing because nobody would ever fire him. But if they don't beat Georgia, you're going to have a lot of people wondering how did they get to a point where they passed us a couple of years ago and we can't repass them by. I think this is the time where Nick Saban will announce he is stepping away. Now, maybe it's I'll coach one more year and I'm retiring or he retires on the spot. That's my big, bold take. We'll see if I'm right if Georgia wins this game on Saturday. All right, coming up, we'll talk about the Falcons' situation they're currently in and how it could be so much better. After... We brag on the Daily Draft. The Daily Draft is my go-to sports bar downtown Woodstock, which I'm very excited. I'm going to be there tomorrow night, November 30th from 7 to 9. We host a trivia thing once a month over there. It's such a good time. We watch football, give you a chance to win tickets and prizes, have some great grub, enjoy the beer wall with the self-serve taps, the craft beer bar right in front of us, the brand new menu, two stories of sports bar fun and you can join us uh, coming up tomorrow night, November 30th, 7 to 9. Daily Draft, downtown Woodstock on Main Street. If you're coming from Roswell or Milton or Alpharetta, you're coming from Kent or Kennesaw, you're right around the corner. Downtown Woodstock is awesome. Bars, restaurants, nightlife, and in the middle of it all, the Daily Draft. In the middle of the Daily Draft, the biggest and best big screen in the burbs. Check it out with me tomorrow night. Daily Draft, downtown Woodstock on Main Street. Follow them on Instagram and Facebook for all goings on. Check out the website at thedailydraft.net. So the Falcons are uh, two-and-a-half-point road favorites. This Sunday against Tim Boyle and the Jets. It's a very winnable game, but we've said that so many times. In fact, I know Falcon fans are feeling good, and I, I want you to feel good. So do I. You beat the Saints. That's always fun, no matter the context. But the Atlanta Falcons are just 5-6. and six, Right? 5-6, and six, and the only reason there's a level of excitement is because they play in the worst division in football, and that puts them in first place. If they were in any other division, we'd be saying, gosh, what an underachieving, disappointing, lackluster season. And that's what I don't want people to lose sight of. Well, in the moment, it's nice that they're going to play an important game Sunday, but your anger will come back if they lose to Tim Boyle and the Jets, which is not off the radar. That could happen. But that's my biggest complaint about what's happening in the Arthur Smith era and specifically this season. It was my biggest complaint about Dan Quinn. Fans would recite his record to me, and they'd say, Matt, you're too hard on him. He went 8-8 eight and eight in year one. He went to the Super Bowl in year two and made the playoffs in year three. My response is it should have been so much better. Dan should have never had an 8-8 team in year one. They started 5-0. and They should have been in the playoffs. Year two, they should have ran away with the Super Bowl. No need to cover that ground. And year three, when they went 10-6, and that was a 13-3 and roster. But lack of coaching, losing games they shouldn't have, and, and I can remind you of Buffalo and Miami and a few others, that led them to have to be 10-6, and go on the road, win a first-round game at L.A. against the Rams, and then have to schlep cross-country and play the Eagles in a divisional round matchup instead – I think if they were coached better, that team could have had home field, had a bye, and who knows what the scenario would look like when it was different. I would say the same right now about Arthur Smith. There is no reason this team shouldn't be 8-3 and three right now. Not because they're so great, but because their talent is good enough, the schedule is, is on a tee for you, and it's the worst division in football. The fact that they're 5-6 and six is egregious. The fact that they have losses to Tennessee with Will Levis in his first outing. That they had a loss to Josh Dobbs, who had been around for four days, Meanwhile, we just saw Josh Dobbs on a Monday night game throw four picks and lose to the Bears. And the fact that they lost to Kyler Murray in his first start back for Arizona, that should stick in your craw. It's the same Arizona team we just saw get boat raced by the 5-6 and six Rams. Folks, this should not be 5-6. and six. Again, not because they're so great, but because they're good enough and the stuff around them is not good. The offense is not coached well. The quarterback thing remains and I knew it was going to be up and down when you have a young quarterback. That's part of it. But the red zone issues, the uh, inability to get your best players, the foot, like all the things we've talked about. Do not lose sight of what this could be right now. Now, I'm going to cherry pick some names for you. If you've seen what Sean Payton is doing with the Broncos, if Sean Payton was the coach of the Falcons with the same exact group, they'd be eight and three. If... Mike McDaniel or Sean McVay or Kyle Shanahan or even middle of the road coaches like Kevin O'Connell and Mike Vrabel, if they were here, you'd be seven and five, you'd be eight and or you'd be eight and three or seven and four. This has been a failure to this point. Don't get distracted by the fact that it's a crappy division. They might win this crappy division at eight and nine. That's not a sign that things are okay. In the moment, it'll feel fine, but in the big picture, you'll still have unknowns at quarterback. And head coach and an 8-9 record does not make me believe all of a sudden the momentum is pushing in the right direction and Arthur Smith is the right guy for the job. Teams lie to themselves and they lie to their fan bases when things are not great and they convince you, or they try to anyway, that we're better than we are. This happened with the Giants a year ago when they overpaid Daniel Jones, they overachieved, they started making moves, getting over their skis, and they fell apart this season. That could very well be in the plans for the Falcons if they don't handle this correctly. And I don't mean just the head coach. I mean the GM, the front office, and the owner. They're 5-6. and six. Take away the division for a minute and realize they've underachieved. That cannot be ignored at this point. That being said, they play a big game on Sunday against Tim Boyle and the Jets. All right, finally, I want to talk about the Braves. I told you there's one unsolved mystery that will be fascinating to watch. With all the attention we're all... Uh, paying to the starting pitching chase, right? Dylan Cease's name keeps coming up and all the other trades and free agent stuff. Who's playing left field for the Braves? Like, I feel like that one has gotten buried a little bit. Now, Eddie Rosario was fairly cheap at $9 million. And maybe the Braves could get him back cheaper if they wanted to. But there's a thought that when they passed up Eddie that they were going to do something bigger in left field. Maybe they still will, but I wouldn't count on it. I think it'll be very telling if Vaughn Grissom morphs into the left fielder for this team that tells me they're going to spend their remaining resources on a starting pitcher if they have enough to spend on a starting pitcher and let me be clear on what i'm saying the braves have a top six or seven payroll right they're already into that first tier of baseball's version of the luxury tax but like i mentioned on the radio yesterday everybody has a budget i don't care what business you're in i don't care how big your payroll is the mets have a budget it's a self-imposed budget the dodgers have a budget everybody's got a budget I don't know what Liberty Media's budget with the Braves is. Maybe it's $220 million, Maybe it's 230. I don't know. But Alex has given a pot of money and said, go do what you have to do with it. I don't know what they're going to do in left field. I'm not sure. I thought Jason Hayward in a platoon would have been interesting with somebody. He signed back with the uh, Dodgers for 9000000 million. I'm assuming, again, the Braves could get Eddie Rosario back and maybe do it for a cheaper price. Or they could turn to Vaughn Grissom, who's making pennies compared to what you're going to pay a left fielder on the free agent market. I don't know what's going to happen there. Maybe the Braves are willing to trade for a left fielder, but they only have so many pieces in their minor league system that if they're going to trade for a pitcher, like there's only so many options if you don't want to give up A.J. smith shaver who teams are going to ask for, and if you don't want to give up Hurston Waldrip, who teams are going to ask for, then it's a group of like Dylan Dodds and Darius Vines's and Owen Murphys and Spencer Schwellenbachs. These are not the pieces that teams are going to be inquiring about. Maybe Von Grissom is used in a trade to get a left fielder. I don't know. But it's been ignored, at least by, the, by the, the Brave fan, Braves media, because we're also focused on the, the pitching thing. And it's November the 29th, right? It's not a rush to get it done, but it's something to keep an eye on. How they handle it, how they fill it, and what they do will be telling based on what's left to spend in this offseason. All right, if you guys would do me the favor of hitting the subscribe button right now, wherever you're listening, that would guarantee you'll get the pod waiting for you in your feed each and every morning at 10 a.m., and we're available on each and every podcast platform. I will talk to you on the radio this afternoon in Atlanta at 2 o'clock on 680 The Fan. We're back here tomorrow for the next edition of The Daily Town. Subscribe to The Daily Ten now and get the latest breaking news and biggest stories of the day every morning. Get more at 680thefan.com or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google, or wherever you get your favorite shows. A $5 minimum balance required.